I'm going to get right to the scripture here. Let's all stand to the reading of the Word of God in recognizing that Jesus Christ is Lord in this place. Praise the Lord. Praise He the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Chapter 3 of Joshua, verse 8. And thou shalt command the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, saying, When you come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. Read the rest of the story, and you'll find how beautiful a chapter that is. Let us pray. Lord, bless this time of worship and fellowship as we pray together, Lord, and call upon that wonderful name. We give you all the praise this great mother day in Jesus' name. Everybody say in Jesus' name. That's right. Say, I'm happy. This how it's wrong with you guys. I'm happy. Smile and prove it. Clap hands to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Baby seated. I want to talk to you about today about getting your feet wet. Getting your feet wet. Now every child knows when you've grown up in life, at one time or a mom or, or another, your mama said, Don't come in the door, go wash your feet. If you don't, you can't come in. You're locked out the door. Now, when I went swimming, I don't just jump in the water and start swimming. No way. I dip my foot in first and test it. And based on the sensation, I decide, will I go in or go or not? When I go on a holiday, I don't go on the beach in the sea at all because too many naked people out there, and I want to be part of them. That's very private, but... I go by the water, and the water will be there, and I'll take my shoes off. And it's a big debate. Do I dip my foot in or not? I just don't want to get wet. I don't want to get wet. But I end up giving in and just dip my foot in the water and walk as far as I want to go. Just anchor deep, and that's about it. I don't want any further. Now, in many years gone by, I would jump right in and start swimming. But I was chicken. I didn't go in and just dip my foot, got wet. I said, well, I've been to the sea. That's enough. I didn't go swimming. But one thing I noticed in my, in my family uh, upbringing that cats don't like water. Cats don't like water. Now, you cat lovers, please don't stone me, please. <laughs> but we take pleasure in shooting them in water. <coughs> and when the water comes, friend, they'll gander. They will take off. Cats does not like water. They hate water. But not only cats hate water, I found the Bible that devils don't like water either. The Bible says the devil looked for a dry place. Anywhere that's dry, lots of devils are there. Now you're supposed to reading into my thing I didn't say. But anywhere that's dry, the devil is always there. And to prove it, the only way the pigs could get rid of the legions of devils, you know what they did? They dove into the water. And the whole purpose of that was to get rid of all those devils. So there is a benefit in getting your feet wet. Now I want to tell you, that term is an idiomatic term that also means that you're about to have a new experience that may be risky, but you've never had it before. So when someone said, have you got your foot wet yet? What they're saying is, have you tried it? 
Have you come into a new experience yet? And I believe in this service. It could be that God brought you to get your foot wet. And get your feet wet. God brought you here for a special experience that you have never had before. And the only way you can have it is if you remember in your mind, I'm going to get my foot wet. I'm going to get involved and dip right in and get right into it. Now, the Bible says know when Israel was in Egypt for 430 years, it was a dry place. It was dry. And God said, Israel, there is a promised land. But you know what? If you want to go to the promised land, it's not going to happen to stay in Egypt. Egypt is torn and sweat and slavery and bondage. If you want to stay in dry places, that's your prerogative. But I'm going to tell you, anybody in this place that wants to get their foot wet can come right now. There is a promised land. And separating you and the promised land is some water. And you can't get on the other side without the water. Many years ago when I was a young person coming to faith, and I was teaching somewhere about 60 miles out of Edmonton, I remember we were teaching the one God, the apostolic message, and the people there were ten times my age. Of course they were. And so what can I teach them? But I was teaching them anyhow. Talking about the Lord. And there's one couple, I'll never forget that German couple who would resist everything I teach. Because he knows all about signs and wonders and miracles and all that stuff. And I couldn't tell him nothing. And one thing he didn't want, he didn't want the water aspect of salvation. It wasn't needful, it wasn't necessary. And then he came one, one of our meeting we had, and he sat in our meeting, and I could pick up in the spirit something changed about him. And I could see his wife, she wanted to tell me so much that her, her husband had a revelation. I could, she wanted to tell it to me, you know, I could tell it. So I gave her a chance for a testament, and I waited. And finally I said, you know what? He said, I had a dream. I said, yeah, what was your dream? Because I dreamt I was going into a beautiful place. And on the other side was like paradise. But he said, when I tried to get there, on the road I was on, a big mountain came up and blocked me. I could not get to the other side. Now I'm listening to all this thing to what he's saying. He said, so I tried to get around the mountain and go around, and the mountain moved and stopped me. He said, the only way I could get on the other side where paradise was, I had to go through the water. There was no other routing for me. I couldn't go over the mountain. I couldn't go under the mountain. I couldn't go around it. But the only way I could get to the other side was to get my feet wet. If I am not prepared for a new experience, you will never know what it's like to feel the joy, the unspeakable gift of God. Because you've got to come through the water. And Jesus said, if any man is thirsting from a desert experience, let him come unto me. And out of his mouth shall flow rivers of water. What he's trying to say is, you need to get your feet wet, my friend. There's an experience that you've never had before. You weren't born with it. You can't buy it. You can't get it. Except you come through the water. Praise God. He told me, Samaria, you can't get what you want except you have a water experience. There is a water experience in this building. And if you don't make it bring your mind to step out into the supernatural, you're going to stay natural all your life. 
If you're content with immortality, that's fine. But I want immortality, my friend. If you want to stay with the earthly, you can stay with the earthly. But I want heavenly. So I want to get my foot wet. Experience. Joy. Unspeakable joy. Never heard of. Never felt before. It's the unspeakable gift. But you've got to be willing to step out into the experience of getting your feet wet. There's a man in, in uh, Syria. He was full of leprosy, the Bible says. He was full of what? Leprosy. Lots of money, a lot of friends, a lot of accolades. But he's a leper. I don't care how smart you are, how much money you've got, how many places you've got, how many retirement fund you have, you're still a leper in the world. Amen. You're, still, you're just dying slowly. A little girl said, Would to God he would go down, see the prophet, and get his foot wet. He would come back with an experience like you never had. You are now in dry places. And that's where devils abound. But when you come where the water is on it and get your foot wet, you're about to experience you've never had before. It's the unspeakable experience. So what to God? He would at least try. When you try everything and everything fails, get your foot wet. You're about to have an experience you've never had before. Hallelujah. And so she keep repeating that long enough for somebody here and the word got to him that you're not going to be healed staying where you are. If you don't stay where you are, you will never know the joy I'm talking about. You've got to be willing to get your feet wet. And then you're in for an experience you've never had before. Out of this world. And so he decided to go down to where Israel is. In fact, you don't go down as you go up to Israel. She's going up to the prophet. He went to the king. And I don't believe you can go to the church of your own choice. Now you may believe that. That's fine with you. But you'll never get your feet wet. I want to know where can I go and get that joy and speak of experience the half has never been told. You've got a feet. I can't tell it. you got to get it. And then he just said, I've got it. I've got it. You need it. You need it. There's something about that. Don't let me say it now. There's something about that. There's something about that. There's something about that. You need it. You need it. But I got it. I got it. Glory to God. She said, okay, I'll go down. So he went down there. He wants to see the king. But the king can't help you. The king said, what's wrong with you? I don't even have that experience myself. I can't help you. I wish to God the people you're hanging around will tell you they can't help you. Stop wasting your time and spinning your wheels for nothing. And spending your bread for that, your money for that, which can't do, do you any good. What are you going to make up your mind and realize you're in the wrong place? You're in a dry place. You need to be where there's water! Water! Hallelujah! When I was in Jamaica, there's a, there's a Chinese family way down the road, a big business. And every morning, you could hear the kids crying for their mom Mama, water! 
a lazy kid. Well, my mom kept bringing water up to her every time. <laughs> water! Every boy said, water! Hello? So the king said, I can't help you. The prophet said, send that man to me. Now he came. And you know what he expected? Well, I knew when I come, I'm going to find Uncle's focus. No. This ain't no gimmick, my friends. This is real. This is genuine. You can't buy it. You can't imitate it. You can't duplicate it. You got to get it. You got to get it. When you get it, you know you got it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, the prophet said, go dip seven times. That word, go get your feet wet. Who? Me? Now, you guys have been to those churches. I've been to churches where people are so well-dressed, their perfume is all put in the right place, they refuse to raise their hand because they're going to get sweat. They don't want to sweat, you know, that too well-dressed, you know. Hello? Hello? I've been to churches and seen churches where people don't want to have communion and wash their feet. They're too well-dressed. They don't want to get their feet wet. I've seen people who want to go down the water so they sprinkle water. They don't want to get their feet wet. It's not going to work. Hallelujah. He said, look, I'm not going to Jordan. That's a muddy, muddy place. And I'm going to put my foot in no muddy situation. Not me. I am the captain of the host. How dare you ask me to get my foot Wet. <laughs> Hello? And the Bible said, He jumped in a fury. I see folks walking around this church so mad. I don't believe that preacher. I don't need all that stuff. You don't have to go, that's an excess bag. You don't need all that. You're right, honey. But you won't get your foot wet. Hallelujah. Did you know your, 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 your foot bottom? Bottom of your feet determine the temperature of the rest of the body. Do you know that? Do you know that some culture in the past, they, they married based on the foot size? Some of you would be criticized because of your foot size. Hello? He said, ah, I'm not going to do it. Ain't going to go home angry. You haven't changed the message. You haven't changed the requirement. You're going to die without it, friend. You're going to die a leper. And the only way to get a change in your life is if you have your feet wet. You folks can't hear me. You've got to have your feet wet if you're going to... Well, I'm not that kind of person. I have one Chinese friend for left McMurray. He says, Charlie, you don't act that way. I said, just a minute. i got some video to show you. When they get their foot wet, friend, they have an experience that you don't have. There's a power moving you don't feel. But when the wind blows, you got to move, honey. When God get ready, you got to move. I don't care if you're black, white, pink, or yellow. you got to move. When the Spirit moves, you shake, honey. You can't tell God you're not going to move. I don't care what your language is. When the Spirit comes upon you and you dip your foot in that water and you feel the temperature, you got to move. you got to move. Well, that's not my culture. I know, but you're going to move, my friend, on cultural thing. Hello. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Well, I'm not going to do it. You know what? My wife and I had been in Bible studies in this city. Homes after homes. When we come to the water, people says, I am not going to do it. You know, I'm still here. I still have the Holy Ghost. But they have not yet experienced the joy of the Lord. They are speak of a gift in covered water. One guy said to me, it's not necessary. I said, I want to talk to you for just a minute here. Mothers, this is Mother's Day. You can't have a birth until there's evidence of water flowing. And that baby is coming out of a water experience. I said, if there is no water, that baby's going to die. When the water is coming, you know the baby is coming. You know, birth is going to take place. If there is no water, it's no time for birth. If it's a dry well, it's a dry well. There's no dry birth. It's always a wet birth. You've got to have water and birth together. Yeah, dip your foot in this morning and get wet and experience a new birth experience. I said, just a minute. How do you know your wife's about to give baby? Well, there's water. The water coming tell that birth is coming. Is that right? No water, no birth. Huh? Now you may when they said the water is broken, does that mean? A birth is taking place. Hello? If that don't happen, nothing happens. Hello? And this thing can happen. When that baby comes out of that place where it was before, it better make a sound. It better make a sound. If there is no sound, what you have is a stillbirth. I'm going to tell you, if you don't talk in tongues and the Spirit give utterance, you are dead still. You are dead. You're not a living birth. You need to get your foot wet in this Acts 2 for experience and see what's all like, my friend. Good deeds ain't going to help you. All the wishes in the world can't help that baby. Only two thinking of that baby. The water and the sound. The water said the birth is taking place. And the sound said it's alive. And if you don't make that sound as a rushing matter wind, you don't have the Holy Ghost. And But my friend, don't give up. You can get your foot wet this morning and experience idiomatic experience like you've never had before. Let me tell you, friend, Israel can stay in Egypt all she wants to. But if she won't have a promised land experience, you got to come to the Red Sea. Hello? If Nehemiah wanted to be healed, he got to step down off his chariot and put his feet in the water and get both feet wet. Let me tell you, this Pentecostal religion is not something you steer from us are looking in. Honey, you got to jump right in. Step right in. Don't stop anchor deep. Come to knee deep. Come to waist deep. Come to chest deep. Come to the neck. 
come to your cupboard. That's what Ezekiel said. And swim. Ah, come on, somebody. You need to get your feet wet in Pentecostalism. You need to pray in the Holy Ghost until the tongues come. You need to pray in the Holy Ghost until the Holy Ghost come. You need to get your feet wet. Oh, Pastor, I'm not the emotional type, honey. When the Spirit moves, you move. Well, I'm not the emotional type. Ask your mommy when you were born. You were as broad as a brawler. Yeah! If it didn't happen, we encourage you by the slap. Family of violence start with mothers. The first hit you got was not your daddy, it was your mama. Hit you in your bum on the seat of education and brought divine dedication. <laughs> Hallelujah. The first time you cry was not when you got left out of school, it was when you were born. You know why? To make that sound. And if you won't get the Holy Ghost, we shake you. What's the hurry? You want to be a stillbirth or not? When God prayed for the Holy Ghost one time, and, the, and this guy said, "Well, how do you get the Holy Ghost?" He says, "Say, holy, 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 fast, 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 fast." The guy struck and said, "Just what's the hurry? Why can't I say hallelujah? Nothing going to happen. But when you cry, the blind man, Jesus, get beside yourself." Well, I'm not emotional type. This morning, get emotional. Step out of yourself. Step right in the water. Do what you refuse to do. Come on now. Forget your culture. Forget what you are. And step into an experience like you've never had before. When he stepped in that water, the Bible says he came out as a newborn did you know in the Bible that man would have died a leper if he hadn't stepped in the water? You know Israel would have died a fair sword if they had not stepped in that water? And many times the water temperature can be discouraging. But that's the time you press on. Come on, press on. Well, I'm flat raising my hand. You better raise your hand, honey. Because this is your spiritual antenna. You're connecting to heaven. He will not put you on hold this morning. I want to tell someone this morning, the priest could not go inside of the house of God until he dipped his food in the... Is that right? Now, if you know your Bible, you know I'm true. The priest could not go in that temple without first dipping his foot in the water. It's called the water of separation. When you jump right in, my friend, you're going to experience that your family don't have. Hey, they may think you're mad, but not as they suppose. They may think you're drunk, but not as they suppose. They may think you're emotional. Yes, you are, but not as they suppose. It's because you've got a wet foot experience. That means one of a kind. Look at the dictionary. It means one of a kind. Hello? When they dip their foot in the water. 
something happen. Now, you can laugh all you want to. Twelve guys in a boat. Now coming to the close. Twelve guys in a boat. Because they're apostles, disciples of Christ. Jesus Christ is on the outside of the boat. And he's walking on water. His feet is in the water. And he's walking. And the clouds are fogging their eyes. And they thought they saw a ghost. <laughs> but it was Jesus. Hello. Amen. I wish to God you would take the fog out of your eyes right now. You can see Jesus in this church right now. Because he's in this house. What's blocking you? Your eyes are blocked up. Amen. And, and so it says the Lord. And Peter spoke up. You know, Peter always have experience the rest never had. He was never afraid to step out. You see, then for God called for you this morning to step out like no one else in your family has ever done. And the Bible says, Peace the Lord, that's you. Bid me come. And you know what the Lord is? He called his blood. You're blocking here. Come. I'm going to play the game now. I'm going to psych me. You're going to psych me back. I said, come on, come. So Peter Hey, look at Peter. Peter gone crazy. He's gone mad. What is he doing? He's stepping both feet in. Now, I don't know how far Peter walked, but I know he must have walked some distance. And here's Peter walking in the water, both feet stepping out in the water. And he's walking towards Jesus. And he said, boy, isn't this great if my wife could see me now? Ooh, look what I'm doing. That's one time husband don't mind their wife seeing them. Hallelujah. And he's walking in the water. He took his eyes off Jesus and he starts sinking. Now, this is my belief. I believe this is what Peter did. This is my, this is Pastor, you talking now. I didn't say that, but I'm saying this. I think what Peter did was Peter stopped looking at Jesus and saying to the rest, Why aren't you guys coming too? And when he lost connection with Jesus' eyes and with unbelief behind him, he starts sinking. You can't go forward looking backward. If you're going to step out of your boat, honey, don't look backwards. Why don't you step out go forward? Forward still is Jehovah's will. Though the billows tossed and spray, but with a conquering thread, I'll push ahead. And he rolled the sea away. And Peter began to sink. And we like to emphasize, well, the boat is sinking and Peter's going under. But can somebody please give the guy credit? Eleven guys did not want to get their feet wet. And so they never know the joy of walking on water. But Peter, bold, Innovative and just glowing, step right out, both feet in. Some folks said Peter always got both feet in his mouth. That's not true. He got both feet in the water, step right out into the water, way down a little deeper, and get down there and get an experience that idiom 
idiomatic word means you never experienced this before. You never had it before. It's what it's called stepping out, both feet in. You know what I'm talking about? It's like driving a car, and for the first time you go on the highway, you say, I just got my feet wet. Hello, experiment. I just got my feet wet. Just for the first time, I stepped out. Honey, your first time won't be your last time. There's something about the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it, but I want to tell you, you need it. You got to have it. You got to give it a try. When you try everything and everything failure, try Jesus. You find He's your best friend. He's the greatest friend. It's the power and the anointing that you need. Somebody said, Why are you shouting? You know why? I'm in the sanctuary. I'm not in the cemetery. Let's all stand. Eleven guys would not step out into the water. Here's a eunuch, an African, an Ethiopian African, drove all the way to Jerusalem. Talking to a bunch of Pharisees and Sadducees who don't believe they should be baptized. Do you hear me? Nobody in the temple believed John's baptism. They would not walk one second to go to the Jordan. But Jesus walked 30 miles to get his foot wet. Do you hear me? He walked 30 miles to be baptized in Jordan. The church, when he stepped in the water, the voice starts speaking. This is my beloved son, in whom I will be. Now, when you step in the water, sonship is a birthplace taking place for you. He's riding his chariot, going back home, the same way he came. It's not God's will you leave here this morning, the same way you come. I'm trying to tell you, my friend, if you will just step out this morning, step out not knowing, but still going, hallelujah, you found that you've just got both feet wet, like the eunuch. He says, see, here's water! Oh, I tell you, in a revelation. I'm ready to get both feet wet. I'm ready this morning to make a decision. I'm going to step in that water. I'm going to go both feet in. I'm not going to wait till I understand it all. I'm going to step right in. I know I need to do it. He stopped that old charity he was on. There's somebody in this service, so help me God. God's talking to you one more time. He's telling you to jump both feet in. Don't wait till you understand it. Otherwise the phrase wouldn't make sense. Jumping both feet in means, I don't know, it's a risk I'm taking. I'm taking a risk. I don't understand it, but I'm going to do it. And I feel it. I feel a pull. I feel my feet. Coming on towards it. He says, stop the chariot. Like I'm saying, stop the service. And this morning I'm going to step right up. Get both feet wet. And Philip said, if you believe, then you may stop this chariot. And step right into the water. And way down a little deeper. I ain't going to sprinkle you, honey. Hallelujah. I'm going to... 
put you right under the water. Like Ezekiel said. Pass your anchor bone. Pass your knee bone. Pass your waist. Pass your neck. Pass your head. I'm going to put you under the water. When you come up, honey, it's an experience you've never had before. A new birth is taking place. Hallelujah. Philip baptized him in water. Pick him back up. A supernatural thing happened. The Holy Spirit picked up Philip and flew him like a 747 jet and dropped him. I'll tell you what that Ethiopian went home and said, I saw an angel. How many he said that? He said, it must be the Lord. He said, one minute I know, he ran my chariot, sat down beside me. I don't know where he came from. He had no horses. He had no chariot. But he ran my chariot. He sat down right beside me. He showed me the scripture that I need to do it. And I got both feet wet. I stepped in the water and I knew it was right. Hallelujah! Remind me of Cornelius. Peter says, Can any man forbid this water from stepping right in? I want to ask you this morning how long halt you between two opinions? How long will it take you to make up your mind? How long will it take you to jump right in? Both feet. I'm going to tell a sad story. The sad story is this. Jesus Christ brought some water to Peter. And said, Peter, Peter, all the eleven men, all ten men have their feet washed. I'm coming to you now. Forget about this church, everybody else. No, it's you I'm talking to. You, yes, you, personally. Jesus brought him water. He said, Peter, put both feet in the water. He said, Not so, Lord. The Lord says, Peter, you see that door that Judas walked through? Now it's your turn. You walk out that door, and I don't want to see you again, he says. Depart from me. Uh, you know, Peter says, Lord, not only my feet, but my head also. Wash me all the way down. Just, I'm going to step both feet into that water. And I'm going to let you wash in my home. ask you this morning. Will you do like Peter this morning? Would you submit this morning? Would you bow your heads right now? Who are you talking to this morning? Somebody here. Don't wait till you understand it. Jump both feet in right now. This is it. 
I'm calling you. One more time. Come on, Peter. Get bold feet in the water. Why are you resisting it? If you don't do it, you'll never leave Egypt. You will never get to the promised land. Would you come right now? God bless you. That's right. Get both feet in right now. Let, let it go. Let God talk to you. Let go. Get going right in. Let go. Is there any man in church that want to help my brother pray right now? Anybody want to come right now and pray? Come on, dip right in, Peter. Dip both feet. Jump right in there. Jump right in. Who would help my sister pray right now? Anybody else? I'm going to jump both feet in. I don't need to understand. That's why I surrender. Come on. God ain't talking to the walls. Come on, I want you to come right now. Come on! If you want to go to the promised land, would you come and dip right both feet in? Oh, there's more people out there. Come on. There's more of you out there. What are you waiting for? It's time to jump right in. It's commitment. Yes, I know. But I want to go to heaven. I want to go to paradise. I want the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm ready, God. I'm not double-minded. My mind's made up. I'm going to jump right in this morning. I know you're calling me right now.